Welcome to a brand new episode of Tall Lake Talk. This is Casey. And this is Chris. This is episode 144, dude. Can you even... That's crazy. Yeah, I, I can't even handle it. It's a can't huge number. I can't even count that high most of the time. <laughs> no, not really. Um, and I'm really excited that we're both at home so we can get some good quality of this episode not I that like, it's really been that bad to be honest with you but no, I just, it's, it's kind of like a nice change up where yeah it's, it's, uh, change up. Know, it's, it's a little adventure sometimes so that's it that's we're just it. bringing people the news however that's, we can that's it. right so let's do what we like to do let's jump right into marvel news um first things first we got some hawkeye news from the disney plus series we have Mad Men writer jonathan igla has been signed to, I guess, at least write the series. Um, I watch Mad Men, so I know that much. But like, other than that, I don't know anything else about him. Like, what are you thinking? I, I like you. I, I only know him from that. So you know, a lot of people are praising his work and his his writing. So I think you know him jumping on board, uh, them getting this kind of talent. Uh, really looks, you know, kind of just shows what kind of uh, quality, um, you know, program they want to put into this. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't even realize. So he is also going to be the showrunner. Um, so okay, they're they're putting their they're putting their faith behind this guy. So let's see what uh, let's see what happens. I'm actually more excited about this news which is that Haley Stanfield is now rumored to be playing Kate Bishop um she was just most recently in Bumblebee uh which was great and um trying to think she's in that movie Begin Again which I love and she also sings and she's actually a good singer so yeah I, I I actually like her quite a bit so that one has me excited as well what do you think about that Eh, maybe we'll get a musical episode. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. No, nah, it's cool, man. Uh, this is great that they're going along with this this storyline. Um, I love that you know Jeremy Renner's up for this. Uh, that you know it's 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 such a better scope than really going the Shield route. I would say. I'm you know I really don't care that much about that. If anything, I'd love to see what he was doing during during his Ronin days. But this right here. Um, moving forward in the MCU, um, bringing in young, you know, the young heroes that we'll, we'll be seeing more and more of them as, you know, time goes on here. So, you know, it's, it's great to see that they're, they are introducing the new generations. Just to confirm, do, or not to confirm, I don't know. Do we know when this takes place? I'm going to assume maybe let's assume that it's during that. It might be during that five years where, no, the five years is when he's Ronin. So yeah, I would say it's going to be. I think everything is taking place after Endgame. Um, you know, Loki's taking place after it. Uh, Winter Soldier and um, you know, uh, Winter Soldier and the Falcon are taking place after that. Um, Except know, for Black Widow, isn't? Well, Black Widow's a movie. I know, but still, I mean, now it's all like one big thing. You know what I mean? Uh, I would just say that if the Black the Black Widow movie was probably, you know, it's tough to say that because there's a lot of things out there where when they wrote the movie, they said nobody really had to die in this movie. So um, whether or not they had plans for things ahead of time or, you know, she had a contract that was, you know, 
for a movie prior to Endgame's plot. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? You know, so this could have been all in the works before. They want to just give, you know, Black Widow, you know, the, the spotlight a little bit here. But you know what? When you think about this, this, this Hawkeye series, um, he, his friend's dead. Um, you know, a lot of cr- crazy stuff has happened. He got his family back. So now it's kind of like maybe he's just like, I got I to gotta kind of, you know, hand over the mantle, you know, mm-hmm. at some point. So when am I going to be done with this? Uh, so that's what I'm kind of thinking uh, it's going to happen with Jeremy Renner eventually. No, I think you're right. I think ultimately all of these guys are going to be making their way out like permanently, <laughs> you know? Um, I think the Avengers, as we know it, like it's just, it's a done deal. So, um, okay. Yeah. You know, then that, uh, that is what it is. So moving on. I'm still excited to see Kate Bishop, however it shows up. Um, so, the door is closed. Uh, this is what Tom Holland says uh, for Spidey um, going into the MCU any further. Um, he is now just a, a Sony man, um, which obviously makes us all a little sad. Um, what do you think about this? So let me, I'm sorry, I just added that as you were speaking, so it was confusing. Um... So Tom Holland says, I don't know if he has to say this to be a good publicist or his publicist tells him to say it. Spidey is in good hands with Sony, whatever. Okay, that's fine. Um, the doors is closed. Is actually the Sony CEO um, said that. Uh, so he came forward, said, you know, let's let's stop talking about this and stop speculating. It's over. Spider-Man is at Sony. Um, now, Tom, like Tom Holland has to jump on board and, you know, he's under contract most likely here. Um, so, you know, you got to you gotta, you know, like it is kind of sad at the same time. So we'll we'll see what happens in the in the near future. Um, now that you know they've they've pretty much confirmed that I'm two is definitely moving forward with Woody Harrelson coming back as Carnage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening. So uh, we might see. Who knows how that movie might end up? It might be insane. So um, I, for one, am sad that he's leaving the MCU, but um, to see a good. Spidey Venom Carnage movie. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, I um, I read the rest of the article that you just wrote here. So, yeah, it um, you know, Spider Man was fine before the event movies. Did better with the event movies, and now that we have our own universe, he will play off the characters as well. I think we're pretty capable of doing what we have to do here. That's what this uh, CEO, um. Tony Bincha Kara or whatever his name is. So here's the thing. It's Sony. I have little faith in them. I, you and me are both amongst the people who love those amazing Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I don't have anything against them doing Spider-Man movies. Like I actually don't even think they do a bad job. We both love Venom. We both really loved into the Spider-Verse. So it's it, it's not like they don't know the character. It's just that, like, you got that extra added layer when you added in the MCU and, and the Vulture and Tony and all that stuff. So, like, and obviously Mysterio and stuff. So it's just, it's just a shame, but it's not the end of the world. That's all, like, that's 
pretty much what it comes down to. That they're never going to stop making Spider-Man movies. They're never going to stop making Marvel movies. It just would have been nice if they would have been able to continue on that path together. Yeah, I, I agree. And we don't know if, you know, what the future holds, but we always have that. Uh, we have a pretty good idea. <laughs> well, we do and we don't. It depends. I mean, Disney, Disney could probably outright buy Sony at some point in the future, to be honest with you. So um, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. So the, the idea here is, though, is that we had a really, it was a good run. We have always to look back on. And yep. if Tom, Tom Holland continues to be Spider-Man, then it also kind of does kind of spin a web uh, that, you know, those universes are connected and we can, it's a little bit more connected than they were in the early 2000s. So, right. um, you know, we should just, we should be happy for now with what we had. And, you know, we had a lot of Marvel stuff coming our way, so. Yeah, I mean, like, let's just throw on the word multiverse, and yeah. that's where he is now, and we can call it a day with that. <laughs> I mean, because that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so let's, uh, let's move on. We've got, speaking of Spider-Man, though, uh, Far From Home digital release is coming out next week on the 17th. The Blu-ray is set for October 1st. Uh, my wife didn't get a chance to see it. Did you end up seeing it? I didn't. Um, yeah, I didn't think crazy so. We didn't talk about it. So, um, so anyway, yeah, uh, she's really excited to watch it, and I'm excited Me to watch too. it again. <laughs> Let's so, do it up. Yep. So we'll we'll talk about that more because I am. It's been hard not seeing all these things as we report the news after what you see in the post credits sequence. Yeah. So, uh, as as you could very well by? imagine, yeah. All right, and then finally, um, The Avengers Assembled, uh, Best Buy is, announces a four-film box set of 4K steelbooks. Do you know what's in that set? I, Would I it be know. Avengers, Age of Ultron, Age of and then Infinity War and Endgame then? Yeah, I'm going to guess. Yep. I'm just going to go with that. Okay, I don't care. Um, everyone yeah. probably already owns these movies, and they probably already own the steelbooks. Like, whatever. doesn't matter. Yep, no release date on this yet. Okay. All right, it's just another money grab. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that really pisses me off. I'm sorry, it just it's super annoying. Like, I get it. I understand you want to put these things all together, but when you go and release a steelbook after you do your general release, I just get annoyed and it pisses me off personally. So well, that's gonna keep happening with Disney. Oh, I know. I just <laughs> you know, and I'm, I've never liked it. I've never liked oh, it. Oh, me neither. I know. I know. But you know what the fun thing is? It's like. With Disney Plus coming, it's something we just don't have to worry about anymore. It's like Thank just they'll all be at our like. I was thinking about that the other day. It was wow. like it'd be great to have some more Disney movies in my library. Oh wait, two months. All right, can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, especially like having a newborn. You know, like there's a ton of Disney stuff that I don't own. Right. That I want to, like you know, there's stuff that I watch. You know, like I own The Lion King, and I'll probably yeah. end up getting. Aladdin actually comes out. We're recording this on the 9th. It comes out tomorrow. I was like looking at my Tuesday Blues Day releases. Um, so there's some stuff that, you know, I, I don't mind owning physically with a, with a newborn, with a daughter. Like, um, but yeah, it's, it's great that we're going to be able to get all that. Like, I haven't watched Lady and the Tramp in forever or like Robin Hood or like some of those other ones like Sword in the Stone. Black Cauldron, like that kind of stuff. Like, I want to watch it again. It's been a real long time. <laughs> I know. I was itching for some Sleeping Beauty the other day. I was like, man, I gotta I want to show. I want to show the kids all these movies. You know? Yeah, exactly. 
Um, all right, we're going across the pond. I, I'm going to tell you what. I actually want to put this one at the end because I want to spend a little bit of time on it. Because it's not a huge uh, news week this week, guys. There's a lot of bullet points, but there's a couple things that we can talk about that we you know, can actually funny. flesh out. It's funny that you say that. I was going to make a comment. It's like, you know when it's a slow news week, when most of the, uh, the news titles on these sites are bullshit. It's just like, <laughs> when they're thanks just for like, stupid speculation. Yeah. Um, I yeah. don't care. Yeah. Where's the news? So... Well, one piece of news that we can talk about that's not a rumor is that Titans are back, bitches. <laughs> right. Did you watch it? Of course I watched okay, it. Okay, just making sure. We didn't talk about that either. We haven't talked in a few days. We literally talk every day. <laughs> we literally haven't talked since Titans aired. And you were like, the last thing we said was, you were right, Chris. And I was like, I know. And so, the, so let me, let me. Let me put it this way: there, that that episode was a little. There were some ups and downs in that episode for me. I could definitely tell. Spoiler why, alert, everybody! Yeah, I could tell why it was not. I'm not going to really do super strong spoilers. Yeah. Here, or spoilers, but you could tell how it was not going to be a very strong season finale. To be honest with you, um, I think that they split it off at the right point. Um, some of that Trigon stuff was a little was a little wonky to me, um, but other than that, there were some really solid things in that episode. Um, and I like how they left it. Um, the Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson interaction almost made me cry, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm, some people are like, my wife was like, I don't know how I feel about him being Bruce Wayne. I was like, I don't, that's fine. Whatever, that's your opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, this interaction right here is something we've never seen in live action. And it's like with Batman and Robin in the 60s, Batman and Robin in the 90s, um, we've never ever had anything like that and it was like it was just i was kind of like struck by it because it was very it was it was great because it really the dynamics of that relationship are one of are probably one of my favorites in all of comicdom and i thought it was just they delivered it very well and it was it, it was just like the the vibe from that really got me excited for what's what's coming up next wow and not course, only yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was amazing because um i love that is uh, i forget what that guy's name is but that he has his uh like his 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 agent there his friend whatever, yeah. that goes with him um i just i'm really i'm really looking forward to a very com- more comic accurate deathstroke yeah it, nothing nothing against manu bennett and arrow he actually no. did a kick-ass job i love that deathstroke um Joe Manganiello didn't get to really play him, and who knows if he's going to after we talk about things later on in this episode. Um, but yeah, everything that you said about Titans is right. I think the Trigon thing was like you didn't really need it if you, that's all you're gonna do with him. Yeah, like it was like no, like I mean, not to say that they like built him up the entire season because it, they had so many other things going on, like. When I thought back about that first season and we watched that recap, I was like, you know, a lot happened. Like, you introduced the Doom Patrol just randomly in an episode. <laughs> yeah. And there was only 10 episodes, you know? Like, it's it was a very, like, comp, but it had so much stuff. So, like, yeah, you know, I love that Jason Todd is showing up, which I just kept saying to my wife, I'm like, where's the Nightwing outfit? Where's the Nightwing outfit? Where's the Nightwing outfit? <laughs> it's coming. You both can't wear that Robin outfit, so. Well, 
Dick burned his. I know, exactly. But I mean, like, I just want to see it so bad. But yeah, to your point, like, when I saw, and I, you know, I keep wanting to say his name from Game of Thrones. Um, I can't remember what the actor's name is, the guy who plays Bruce, but like, I was like, what does he look like? I was envisioning him, like, in the outfit, like, with the mask on, like, and the cowl, and like, where's Alfred? You know what I mean? Like, I want to see all that, but. This also is not a Batman show or a Robin show. It's Titans, but uh, it's 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 good. And like when you saw Beast Boy, when he envisioned all of them like together in their outfits, yeah, like that, I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like I'm willing to forgive some of like the stuff that doesn't work. I immediately forgot about Trigun as soon as all yeah. the other shit happened. <laughs> the um, the fact that they make um, Jason Todd more like a lot like Damien too. Is, a bit is interesting. He's very much he has very much that personality, um, and that's good for kind of like blending the old Jason Todd with the new Robin. Yeah, um, just so people can get kind of you know adapt to that a little bit because a lot of people don't know who Jason Todd is unless you're following like Red Hood in the comics and all that. Yeah, stuff. but this Jason Todd right now is not Red Hood. <laughs> like yeah. he's not like Red Hood is not this kid, this dumbass kid. Well. There's a, there is a lot of changes that, you know. Yeah. The, the no, I know. He'll go through quite a bit. But, yeah, it's just, <laughs> you know, anyway, um, it's it's interesting where they're going with, like, how the team goes. And then one thing we didn't write on here, but there is a rumor out there that Cyborg from Doom Patrol will be coming over to Titans at some point. Maybe the season finale. I hope the season finale we just get because, because that's it, you know, he should be there. And it's a little weird that he's not, um, not that I don't mind him on doom patrol. He's great on there, but it, I'd like to have the whole team together. Right. Well, that's, it's funny you said that because we talked about that the other day with like the different origins of cyborg and how the, how they did it with young justice. It was, it was yeah. very organic that way. He wasn't <clears throat> there like in the new teen Titans of the old, you know, Wolfman and Perez. Right. Right. It's like where, that was the core team. So when they showed the power at the end there, which was very cool when they went to San Francisco, because I was like, all right, yeah. not by me. So uh, um, the, the thing about it is that um, when they show that, when they show the old, where they was put their costumes and, and whatever, um, I thought that was cool. But then it was like, yeah, Hawk and Dove, um, to me, you know, that wasn't, I'm like, man, where's my kid flash? Where's, yeah. You know, yeah. where's my speedy, you know, yeah. like, like that was kind of like, I would love to see that. And that's yeah. why it's, I'm always very forgiving about the different ways that DC does things, because I always think that they do a good job with their different origins. And, and, and No, I agree. And you know what? It's funny. Like we talked about that too. Like I actually love both of Hawk and Dove. Um, <laughs> I think they both, both actors do a fantastic job and like, the characters do work with the team and yes, you're right. Of course I want to see Kit Flash and all that fun stuff. And maybe we'll get there, but right now with some of the characters that are coming in this season, like we're getting young justice, the show. So they'll make it (laughs) eventually. (laughs) Um, But anyway, we spent a lot of time on Titans. Let's move on. Uh, There's a Metropolis series rumored for CW. What? All right, so this has been this rumor has been happening for a little while now. They were there was originally a show that was going to be kind of like um, tribute to the Donner years, uh, like mm. that kind of Superman. So there was an idea to do that kind of show. The newest the newest rumor right now 
and with there's also rumors that Supergirl may get canceled. Um, so, so like <laughs> that rumor has been going around since season one. Yeah. So th- this this is interesting to me because um, like Tyler Hoechlin has been getting asked a lot of questions um, mm-hmm. about the DC, you know, the DC movies, um, you know, what's happening on the CW, blah blah blah. And so there is a new series coming in 2020. It's 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 not rumored. There is one coming. Um, but it's not, it's not, there's no title, there's no plot for it yet. So this right now is kind of what's going around the, the rumor verse. Hmm. Um, okay. Fine. Lex Luthor is not dead. You know, um, which so, Lex, wait, what do you mean? Lex so, isn't dead. Lex is, no, I know exactly. So, you know, in Supergirl, like the end of the season, it was, they killed him off and then he was brought back to life. Yeah. Um, so Lex Luthor is alive. Yeah. Um, Supergirl could be part of this show. Um, you know, so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things out there that it depends on how this you know where they go with this new this next season. To be honest. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I I'm not opposed to this idea. You know what I mean? It's just like at the whatever CW all this stuff really just needs to go to their streaming service. I guess like, that's my bigger thing is like, quit bogging down the CW with like your entire multiverse, just put it on one or put it on DC universe or the Warner brothers, like whatever it is that you guys decide that you're going to do, like put it there because this is like, it's getting to be too much in my opinion. I know arrows leaving. So you got to fill in the blanks, but still at the same time, I, I, I don't know if I agree with it. Um, what I do like about it is that it's these shows are free. Yeah. You uh, that have, brings up the viewership for sure. You do not have to have cable to watch them. Right. Um, yeah, they suffer from lower budgets. And so it's a little, once I watch my, my streaming, you know, my DC Universe shows, when I watch these again, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. I still love these shows, but it is, it's a lot tougher to watch them after you watch something of higher quality. So I, you know, I don't know. I just, I find that what they've made has done really well and that I, I wouldn't mind seeing it continue. And I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Superman fan. So I'd love to see something along those lines happen. I know you do. (laughs) I know you are. All right. Tell, tell me about this next one. Cause I didn't read this. Yeah, this just popped up over the last week or so. Um, so Colton Haynes, we talked about, uh, is not coming back for Arrow Season 8. Um, I'm sure he'll show up at some point, but he's not going to be a regular star like he was in the last season. Uh, so it's it's been rumored. I think he was on the set um, of Legends Tomorrow. So he's either going to show up in an episode or he's going to be part of the team. Um, we do have the departure of um, Brandon Routh um, and his wife there. So they're both mm-hmm. going to be the show. Um, and, um, so that's going to be kind of a, a big, um, void. Uh, so I've enjoyed Brandon Ralph in the show a lot. He was actually, that's another, that's another weird rumor that was part of that Metropolis thing too. So, um, but nonetheless, um, Legends Tomorrow should have been canceled after last season. Um, but hopefully they can fix what they, they totally shitted on last year because it was, I, I've never seen anything so bad in my life. Wow. I thought it got better. No, the season before that was good. Yeah. That's the last season started to get okay. And then they just like, it was, it was garbage. It was hot garbage, hot, okay. hot garbage. 
I will not watch it either way. So I'm glad that he's still working. I'm glad that he's part of some sort of Arrowverse, but I don't know why the hell he's not on Arrow anymore. <laughs> well, okay. Sorry. I'll take that back. Yes, I do. So, okay, let's go on to the next yeah. Yeah. Uh Jonah Hex is going to be showing up in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Awesome. That's it. Yeah, I mean, there's really nothing to talk about other than they're adding everybody on there. So, great. Another person. That's a big duh. I mean... Sure. Well, no, I mean, he's already been on Legends, and yeah. I mean, he did a good job, that actor. Yeah, so. he's a great Jonah Hex. That's what I mean. Like, good. Great. Um, so, Joker uh is not only getting insanely good reviews it won one of the top prizes at the venice film festival apparently this is the next big oscar contender the last couple movies that won this prize were shape of the water and roma and they both won best picture (laughs) would that be the first comic book movie to win an oscar not to win an oscar but to win best picture for sure, 120%. Right. Best, so usually... No, that's kind of, fine. Best picture Oscar. Yeah, yeah. I'm, best, I'm saying that. I know, like, technical and, and other yeah, stuff, but yeah. I know that. But I'm saying best picture. Mm-hmm. Now, things get nominated random. Like, every once in a while, something random, like Dark Knight, I think, got nominated. Um, but, you know, and this kind of goes you know, with what I've been saying, which is like, is this an actual like Joker comic book movie? Or is this just like a man who goes psycho movie, which is fine, you know? And if, if it does have some comic book elements, which I've read that it does, Mm -hmm. and then it gets nominated for best picture and it perchance wins, like that's huge. That's, that's what we've talked about for a while now. Um, Even with the Marvel movies too, is that, you're not just making comic book movies anymore. You're making the spy thriller. You're making the political activist movie. You're making whatever. You just happen to have a comic book character, comic book spin on it, which is great, which is what comic books are. They're not just superheroes, people. So this is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, interesting enough. Um, also, there was a comment by... Um, sorry, now I can't think of his name. Uh, Robert Pattinson... Mm. about the Joker, mm-hmm. about about um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, and it was redacted quickly. Mm. Nobody knows what it is, and they don't know if it's in relation to, yes, this was looked at as a standalone movie originally, dep- like we've talked about this many times, depending on the success, depending on XYZ, will they tie this into, you know, the upcoming idea for the Batman? So we'll talk about the Batman in a little bit, but I think depending on how this is received, um, I, I don't see them, you know, if, if people love Joaquin Phoenix Joker, then why wouldn't he be the Joker moving forward? Hmm. Okay. Me, myself, for one, I, I can't wait to see him play this role because if, if what people are describing is accurate, it's what I've been waiting for, um, you know, from, from an actor to play the Joker. So we'll, we'll just keep our, Hopes low and expectations high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so weird that, like, they, I guess they listened to Robert Pattinson and didn't put it out there. You think that they would, huh? Probably threaten him with, you know, sparkly vampirism. <laughs> anyway, maybe. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Birds of Prey got a little teaser. 
I didn't watch it. Yeah, it's weird. Um, it got leaked. People are saying it's like theater only, blah, blah, blah. It's like this teaser's already leaked. Put it out. Um, it was interesting. I liked it. It was quick. You saw the characters once again. It was very similar to the first one, just not as like boom, boom, boom. Um, so I'm, I'm really, this comes out in February, I believe. So uh, we should be, maybe we'll be seeing something around Joker time. Maybe probably later. I mean, that comes out less than a month, I think. So my big thing is like, where's Wonder Woman? Like, where's any footage? Like, you can show Black Widow footage, and that started shooting after Wonder Woman? Are you kidding me? They've got nothing to prove. <laughs> of course they don't, but I mean, like, even Wonder Woman doesn't have anything to prove. Put it out. I mean, that's what I meant. Wonder Woman has nothing to prove. No, but Marvel I mean, just like, like... Marvel's shown nothing from that, but they're just like, we'll just throw it, throw it out there. You know, DC's like, yeah, whatever, you know? I don't know. I feel like you should be showing me something. It's not till next November, right? Uh, I maybe you're right. It's maybe a long right. way off. All right, but, it's, but, you're but right. it's already done. It's in the right. bank. You know, it's shot. It's it's probably getting edited. So watch. It'll be. They'll show some stuff tomorrow. They'll show something as something usual. <laughs> All right. So going back to the Pattinson thing, um, we do have uh, some supposed plot details for the Batman. Um, it's rumored to be a detective story that involves uh, Batman solving a case that has ties to all of the members of his rogues gallery or a lot of the members of his rogues gallery. Um, So to me, God hope this happens because like, Oh my gosh, that's what we've been waiting for forever. Yes. Forever to see you know, I always say he's the world's greatest detective. Why don't we ever see it? <laughs> well, that's why my thing has always been, like, he doesn't need movies. He needs a show. Well, so. of course we, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, this it's is not genius. happening, like, what do you think of this? <laughs> oh, it's genius. Yeah. It's, it's exactly what I want. Um, I'm tired of this single villain concentration. The world knows these villains, unless you're going to do something like King Tut. Uh, <laughs> you know, in our, or, you know, like Kite Man, hell yeah, but... Um, they are know. doing King Tut in the comics, though. I know, I know. I remember when they brought him into the, uh, the, so the mainstay. It was funny. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if it's not, if they... The one thing they can really take this movie and make it different than every other Batman movie is by doing the detective element and it's it's not that hard it would just it would give a whole new layer to the movie it's like every you know i watched the other batman movies and i love them but it's just like it's it's it hasn't been batman i mean no movie has been like yeah i, I like i like i like tim burton's batmans i can find elements of like out of christopher nolan's batman movies but it's like nothing has delivered the 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 batman character to me and I think that if they can do it right this way, give us something along the lines of like Arkham, yeah, uh, Arkham City, you know, yep. something along that. They've got they've that's all they need to do. It's not hard. <laughs> yeah, I think that's um, I think that's the big thing is like give us that detective story. I don't care if it's a new story and you don't take it from the comics. Yeah, like that's fine. You you want to make up your own little detective story? Like cool, fine, whatever. But like 
just give me the rogues. Don't give me an origin. Somehow work in the Joker for the love of God, because the whole thing with Suicide Squad, like, it was cool when you got to see that stuff, but, like, that movie should have been only the Joker. Like, I just, I just really want to see, you know, maybe just the same way we were talking about it before we started um, recording, like, with uh, Arkham Origins. You know what I mean? Like, the Joker was the one who pulled the strings the entire game. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but you didn't know it, you know? Yep. Like, that would be so cool. Like, we don't even see the Joker the whole time, and then it's there. So, I don't know. But, yeah, anyway. And Joaquin Phoenix comes out, and you're like, holy fuck. <laughs> you know, it's, that's, 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 my, that's been my thing. It's like, why did the Batman keep getting pushed back so far? Um, you know, why, like... Like I said that like a year ago on the show, it was like, well, mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this Joker movie to see what was going to happen. You know, that just, I don't feel like they really want to go with a standalone thing. Like they want to say it, but if it's successful, then they can do what they want. If it's not, then they can say, yeah, it's a standalone. So, I mean, the thing about the Joker movie is that it has to have the Waynes. There's literally no way that you can avoid it. No. Um, the timing is the thing, though. If this Joker movie takes place in the 70s, and I, I'm assuming this Batman movie takes place now, and he's 40 years old in the 70s, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing that I'm like, I don't think it's Joaquin Phoenix is going to pop up in that. I think it would be a Joker, but I definitely don't think it's Joaquin Phoenix that shows up in that movie. Remember, though, that Joker's timeless. Bat- no, I'm that Batman exists in a world that is like like the 40s. No I do. I know what you're you know, saying. It's, yeah, it's, it's very, like the 40s. Yeah, it's not today. But <laughs> right. if you look at like the 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 movie verse that they just did. That's an older Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, we don't know how old he is. You know, and Robert Pattinson could be anywhere in his 20s in this movie. You know? He is. So, he is. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So but, if, like, if he was almost in his, if he was in say he's in his 50s. You know, I mean, that's 30 years. So they could do whatever the heck they wanted, really, in that aspect of time telling. Um, so who knows? Who knows? I I don't know. I yeah. just know that it's not a year one. It's yeah. not an origin. Yeah. So I, I, I love that. So that's it. Yeah. So, we'll, <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll be on that speculation train for the next couple two, of years. But two, uh, yeah, freaking years. So let's go into some comic book news. Um, just a couple of quick Marvel hits here. Um, can you take the first one? Because I actually didn't read this part. Yeah, so um, this reminds me very much of Original Sin, uh, but Marvel is doing another murder mystery. It's called Incoming. So uh, you're going to see a lot of solicitations right now for the tie-in titles. I just saw one for X-Men with like um, Apocalypse, Xavier, and Magneto on the front, which gets me like all crazy because, you know, reading reading house of X and powers of X with like them working with apocalypse spoiler people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just like the way they're doing all this is kind of insane. Um, So I, they're also, this also kind of says um, to those people out there saying that this X-Men universe is on a different timeline. Uh, No, it's not. Um, So here, here's another proof that it's not, Uh, but I'm not, I'm not uh, somebody has been some, Big profile person has been killed in the Marvel Universe, mm. and they've got to solve it. So that's uh, hmm. that starts in December. It's the end of the year event. Okay, so November everything gets rebooted. December is a big event. 
Yeah, November Everything's yeah, soft reboot, two thousand ninety nine, and then yeah, yeah, once again another big event. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Fine. I mean, I, whatever. Every comic yeah. books go through one big event every year. I'm fine with that. It's fine. Listen, I want Marvel. I want Marvel come back strong. I yeah, want to read Marvel. I do. I want to feel like no. You know, I want to read my my mainstays that I've loved since I was a kid, and not get angry at a company because they 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 wanted to be dumb about things. So mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Well. Jonathan Hickman, well, whatever, we're going to talk about it right now. Jonathan Hickman and Lennel Yu um, are teaming up. They're not the team that are on the current House of X and Powers of X. It is Hickman. I can't remember who the artist is. Do you? I don't know. I feel like an asshole. Um, I'll get it. But anyway, Lennel Yu, who is just absolutely phenomenal. I loved his work. Uh, he worked with Mark Millar on many, many things. Um Anyway, they're going to be doing a midnight release party uh, for their X-Men number one, uh, which is due out in October. I thought that that was just really interesting because I don't think I've actually ever heard of that happening before in a, in a comic book. Have you? I have not. I have not. Oh, R.B. Silva is yeah, who's doing Silva's it now. Yeah, R.B. Silva's Powers of X and Pepe Larraz. Is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I want to go. <laughs> I want to go to this party. I believe. Actually, I'm going to take it back. I think that um, I think there has been a couple midnight releases for certain comics. Okay, never mind. Yeah, just a, <laughs> not many, not many. But you're right, not as yeah. much as they do for like. Well, now video games, like you just told me, they do like the eight o'clock party, nine o'clock. Which I, which you know what I. Midnight parties are kind of silly to me. Anyhow, it's like when they used to show like the premiere of the movie at midnight, and they're like, "No, let's just do it at seven o'clock." You know, um, all that stuff gets bumped back. So. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so it's it's coming out, and I, you know, there's going to be a million variants, and uh, the comic book won't beat Jim Lee's X Men number one, but it should do very well. So that's exciting. Um, all right, so let's go to a quick commercial. Pet Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you. We're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. We are back after those luscious commercials, and Oof. we're going to go into some music news. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you take these ones, actually. Got it. Uh, so Lindsay Sterling uh, released her newest album, Artemis, uh, over the past week. Uh, it's I have not had a chance to listen to it, unfortunately. I have listened to a couple of singles, uh, but there are a couple of new songs uh, featuring some uh, big names like L. King and Amy Lee. Uh, so she actually just her last tour was with Amy Lee, uh, which again I missed um, because she's gotten 
it's gotten quite popular to be honest with you and it's mm-hmm. been harder and harder to get tickets um i was going every year uh, my wife and i were going every year for our anniversary um we haven't gone in the last couple few years now um so i'm gonna have to see i know her tour also she's been doing a lot of tours that involve europe uh so it's it's been tougher to get like those locales uh so you know if she's in your area you haven't seen lindsey sterling it's a great show um but yeah artemis is out yeah was there a comic book that went along with this there's going to be okay uh, that's what that, i thought yeah. yeah i shared that with you about a week or so ago yeah i believe that um i think it comes out right it's going to be coming out after the album was released so we should be hearing more news about that so that's that's interesting too um I like I like it when people do that media stuff. And Target, you get two extra tracks. Always, always. She has always such a Target. Every album, every album she puts out um, is exclusive Target uh, Hmm. songs. Yep. Yeah, I um I listen to the singles um, because of what we're going to talk about next. I've been preoccupied with other music. That's come out like Lana Del Rey also dropped an like what was it two albums three albums all dropped on the same day I think you told me <laughs> yeah man there was like yeah. even like um one of the most like I don't know how if you're a Cheryl Crow fan but the Cheryl Crow album that came out was oh yeah amazing. I like, haven't listened to that yet I haven't listened yet but like the 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 like the people that she worked with on that album every song has like a heavy hitter and it's very diverse. Hmm. Um, so I got to make some time to listen to that. So yeah, it was an amazing week for music last week, uh, last Friday. So what's next? Uh, so after 13 years, um, uh, tool has come out with a new album, um, uh, called fear inoculum. And, um, it's like, they never left. Uh, so back, back with their haunting melodies and, uh, hard, hard rock, um, a new tool album is very welcome. Um, and my wife said to me, like, are they touring? I was like, they are, they're actually the, the only place I saw that they're around me is at this festival. And I'm kind of over festivals at this point in my life. Like I, I would love to go, but I need to really find when tools just in like a, a show on their own or right. another band. Um, I don't have the, I don't have the patience to deal with partying all day long anymore and crazy people. So, um, you know what? This album, I've listened to it. I've listened to it a few times, and it's awesome. And I and I'm and I'm happy that uh, Maynard has decided that he's going to be putting some of his content on uh, the digital, uh, the movie waves, uh, music waves, and, and services because, you know, um, he he made a bold statement a couple of years ago saying that it would never happen. Um, he, of course, all all of the mu- all of his music is not on a lot of the services. So you can't really get his old stuff, uh, their old stuff. So, but this one is maybe only for a little while to get people to listen to it. Uh, but that's, that's something that you guys should know is that it is, uh, you can listen to it on most devices. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm listening to it on Spotify. Yeah. It's funny. I put up a, that funny meme on Twitter about yeah. it. Um, and someone wrote back to me and it was like, is the title or is the sound, like the music length as long as the wait time between the last albums. And I said pretty much. Yeah. I don't know how long the album is. Feels like two hours or something, but it's freaking amazing. And yeah, tickets, the closest place to me is Toronto and the cheapest seats right now, $253. (laughs) 
Wow. So I probably won't be seeing Tool, even though they've been on my bucket list for the last fudge. What, 20, so, yeah. 20 something years? Since we were to Tool? in middle school, man. We, yeah. listened, we were listening to Tool in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> so. Since around the time we became friends. Yeah. I mean, this album is. It's freaking phenomenal. Like you just said, Maynard didn't skip a beat. Sounds, I mean, he's such a perfectionist anyways. He's like Trent Reznor. They like, they can't make bad albums <laughs> because yeah. they won't allow themselves to. Which is, so. which is what I respect about these. Albums. Yeah, for it's sure. Like, <clears throat> Take your time between yeah. the albums. I don't need 10 albums. <laughs> I don't need filler. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I lose interest in filler, you know, because if it's not as good and it's not quality, then I'm going to forget about it, you know? Yep. So this one, I keep turning back on. Yep. It's, it's fantastic. Um, all right, so let's go over to TV news. Patty Jenkins has signed a deal uh, with Netflix today. Um, I guess just the you know, same thing as like a David Ayer and uh, Stephen Estenite, like all these guys who are signing multi-year, three-year three multi-series deal with Netflix. Um, TV deal specifically. So that's interesting. I've talked ad nauseum about my love and hate of Netflix and all of their goings-ons. I feel like as soon as Disney Plus drops and then furthermore, HBO Max drops, that Netflix's days, they're not numbered, but they're going to have to change the way that they're just throwing, you know, $10 million at this, this lady for what? Like, what's the return on your investment? Like, Patty Jenkins, amazing director. I think she should keep doing stuff, but like, what you know what I mean? Like, does that turn into subscribers? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah, yeah. And where's our where's our uh, Millar universe? You know, right? That's been years now, and we haven't seen Sharky the Bounty Hunter once. Exactly. So, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, and like that's the kind of deal that makes sense because you can go and do um, merchandising. You know what I mean? You got your comic books, you can go and do a board game, like the walking dead. Like you can go and do a bunch of stuff and get your money back. But like, you know, great. Ryan Murphy goes and signs of Netflix and decides to go and do a bunch of projects through you. Does that automatically turn into money in subscribers, which is the only way that Netflix makes money? I don't know. I, I really like, I get Shonda Grimes, like the lady who did Grey's Anatomy and, like how to get away with murder and stuff. Like that lady is a TV powerhouse, and actually, so is Ryan Murphy. But like, I don't know. It just like to me, like, ah, eh, they're just kind of like shooting things at the wall right now and mm-hmm. scram and scrambling to yeah. figure out like what's going to work. Like, think about like even Apple hasn't launched their program yet. You got Spielberg, you got Reese Witherspoon. You know what I mean? You got Ron Howard over there. Like, I don't know. I don't know about Netflix right now. Yep. Um, sorry. You know, Back to the drawing board. You know, I love fine. to go on there. It's fine. It's, it's, a, it's a huge thing. It's in, it's, in, it's in my news feed every day. What is Netflix going to do in two months? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, they're going to lose a lot of subscribers. That's what's going to happen. Uh, That's it. Like, you, you jack your prices up. And, and, and I, don't even, I don't even think it's a problem because I spent the money when they jacked their prices up. I actually yes. have the highest quality. But when you tell me Disney Plus is going to give me 4K for free exactly. for, for what I just spent, because I signed the multi-year deal for three eighty eight a month, which yep. is like, I don't know, an eighth of what I'm paying at Netflix. Like, yep. Game over, <laughs> it, man. Yeah, it's, it's sickening. To actually, yeah. Like, listen, I, 
I find things on Netflix every day I, I, I can watch. It's oh, yeah. Not, it's not sure. my problem. And that's I, the thing. It's like there's no lack of content for me. No. I don't mind paying the money. No, and I know there's great things coming. I mean, like, you know, this the Master of the Universe thing. Toys who made me. us, movies you know, who made yeah. us, like all that stuff. The diverseness of that of Netflix. Dark Crystal. They just need to go back to the drawing board and, and really rethink their that's it their, their lives. Yeah, they don't have any choice. No. <laughs> um, all right, so let's move over to movie news. Haley Atwell is joining the latest Mission Possible. Peggy Carter herself. Sweet. Um, <laughs> she's just a beautiful creature, and whatever she wants to do, I'll watch it. So, <laughs> yeah, great. Absolutely. <laughs> and every single Mission Possible has been great since part three when JJ came over as producer. They have <laughs> all been fantastic. So keep them going. <laughs> I had a really good laugh at the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, what is it? Fallout, uh, on his trailer. Oh, it's is that the one with Henry cat? The latest one? Is that fallout? Yeah. That's yeah. a really good laugh. Oh, I'll watch it. I love that movie though. That was so good. So did oh, you I watch know. it? Oh yeah. I've watched it twice. Oh my God. It's so great. Through, he threw like a helicopter into a dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Kidding me? Yeah. Um, Love Tom Cruise. That's, that's it. it. Margot Robbie uh, is developing a Taint Girl reboot. Margot Robbie is producing Birds of Prey. I mean, this chick is a she's becoming quite a Hollywood mogul. Yeah, in a small way herself, and I and I think it's great. You know, she's promoting a lot of uh, female creative teams. And Taint Girl, we haven't seen since the Lori Petty version in the nineties. Though the comic book has been going strong for a while, so you know, maybe she'll be in Tank Girl. What do you think of that? I am absolutely down with that. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, she is awesome, and I, you know, I, I loved her. You know, I watched I Tanya recently. Oh, that was great. Yeah, she's a great did a good movie. Job. You know, yeah. she's just, she's really, she's a really good actor, and um, you know, I, I, I like her Harley Quinn a lot, and I think that. That her role in that's going to excel even more, and yeah. so you know, it's I, I love to see what she's doing because she she does have a really good wide um, wide berth of talent. It's it's it, and she's a, she seems to do these geeky projects. So that's right, cool. that's the other thing too. It's like who's going after Teen Girl, you know? So like that's smart. Um, we got the final trailer for Doctor Sleep, which comes out next month, and we return to the Overlook. Yes. Hotel. That trailer sold me on the movie. It was, I it was good. I am excited. Um, yeah, I'm excited. You know, nothing's going to be able to stand up to The Shining like Stanley Kubrick is effing genius and he'll never be topped. But I, you know, and I know Stephen King probably thinks the same thing, though. He wrote the book, so I don't know if he even likes the movie. Anyway. I'm I'm curious to see how this turns out, and Ewan McGregor's in it, and that's pretty much all you need to know. Yep. <laughs> and vampires. <laughs> yeah, there's some weird stuff going on in this movie. Yeah, there's some weird <laughs> shit happening. So, um, I'm 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 happy. I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, and you know what? I like this kind of stuff where it's like sequels that are like 30 years later. I really like, and we're going to talk about it in the next thing too. Like when you can throw like little homages to the original. You know what I mean? Like in yeah. subtle, fun ways. I think that'll be cool. Um, and then my boys, my bad boys are back. Uh, bad boys for life trailer. Can't even tell you how hard I was the entire time. <laughs> so excited. 
It's awesome. (laughs) I I love bad voice movies so much. (laughs) Especially bad voice too. I just, it's like one of the best action movies ever created. So uh, in this, this trailer, they're back. Like they didn't skip a beat. The, the comedy was there, you know, the, the directing style is not the same as Michael Bay because he has a very distinct style. No matter what people want to shit on him about with Transformers, the dude, you can tell a Michael Bay movie. So um, that was the only thing that I was kind of a little like, uh, you know, it's not the same. But other than that, I'm, you know, I'm excited about it. So did you watch this trailer? I have not. I have not. Oh, I, um, yeah, you should watch you- it. It's been years since I watched Bad Oof. Boys. And I just Oof. saw it. I saw we have them on Voodoo, so I make a little point of doing that this week. A little refresher. Yeah. And then yeah. I'll watch the trailer. There you go. Smart thinking. Um, all right, so let's go over to gaming news. Do you want to take these? You want to go? Yeah, Why don't you start with the first one? Yeah. Uh, um, first one. Yeah, yeah. So I saw this. Like, So Nintendo Direct had a um like a thing last week like a, a press conference con- yeah, yeah press conference crazy and the Nintendo Direct seems to be like more of their indie titles they're coming over um and this was on like a YouTube video I watched of like top Nintendo Direct things that are happening um so yeah uh River City Girls um which is like a, I don't know, spiritual successor to River City Ransom, which is one of my favorite Nintendo games. Uh, There was also a River City Underground, which was kind of, again, like a sort of sequel, which was good. Um, And then, of course, the Scott Pilgrim video game, which is just the perfect sequel to River City Ransom or extension of it. So this looks, you know, we talked about it. It looks good, but it could be horrible, but... I'm going to remain cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I mean, that's also why, you know, you wait. And then also these things go down in price. It is, it is a $30 game. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Indie games. These, yeah. It's crazy. These indie games are coming in at 30 bucks, which is fine. I'm glad, you know, I mean, it's half the price, but it's also half the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like they're going to be like a six hour game. Come on, man. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, I'm very, I'm very patient with these. I cannot like they always have great deals on indie games. So, you know, this game will be half price in 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 a few months or something for a special deal. Maybe you know who knows. Um, so there's always time to always time to pick it up in the in the near future. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that statement. All right, so, let's so, because you know because with the next thing coming, we ain't got time for anything. Let's let's go back to Pandora, buddy. Pandora. And who else, who, like all these other planets that I've been definitely missing the uh, the previews of. But Borderlands 3 is back, bitches. Is that the right term? I think yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Borderlands 3 returns. Um, it's been a good, good long time since a new Borderlands game came out. Um, outside of the VR one and, and some other ones, but, uh, you know, ones that are not direct sequel. But um, I um, I can't really tell you how excited I am for this. I'm sure that you are the same way. But, uh, you know, Borderlands 2 hits tomorrow. Three. Uh, today. Today, right? No, Friday. Oh, Friday, yes. Monday yeah. and Fridays. That's right. So Friday comes out. Um, so get ready for that. Um, 
you'll be hearing all about our collector's edition. So. Yeah, I've already got plans. I'll make an unboxing video um, that night because I get to pick it up at 9, I think. Uh, and the reason they're doing the 9 p.m. release for the video game is so that because most of these games take three hours minimum <laughs> just to just to do the updates. Yes. So their idea is that it will then actually be out at midnight. So, um, yeah, I'm... I'm excited. I actually, you know, I went to the panel at PAX and I watched that preview a bunch of times. Um, and that's it. I have literally watched nothing. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm, you know, because like, I don't want to see any plot spoilers. Um, not that it really matters. It's still Borderlands, but I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'll end up watching like a video, like later on where it's like top 10 hit tips that you should have known before you started board. Like I'll watch that sort of thing, but yes. I'll already probably be like 10, 15 hours into the game at that point. Oh, I know it's, Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't even, uh, I remember the day you were like, I never played, I never really liked first person shooters and you were you like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta play this game. You gotta play this game. We can play it together. It's co-op. You don't have to worry about getting shot up by a bunch of little kids and then them screaming profanities at you online. Um, but it is such a good game because of that aspect. Um, and and the writing and the characters and the world they build, it's just, it's such a fun, fun universe to be a part of. And I really can't wait to see, you know, to go to these different planets because that's one thing that was really kind of the, the scope of the game on the, on the earlier systems. They couldn't do it. And now... Now it's like no holds bar, man. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. I think that was one of the things too, is like, we, you know, first player shooters are fine. But at that time when the first Borderlands came out, it was like Halo, you know, Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, Gears. Like there were some big ones, but it wasn't like the, the role-playing first player shooter was not a thing at that time. You know, now we have like Rage and I guess Fallout was around, but it wasn't like this is like jacked up. Like Borderlands is yeah, like, but Fallout funny. wasn't Fallout. Fallout wasn't multi. No, it was. It year. was also PC, right? Yeah. So like at that time, and I just remember seeing the cover for Borderlands, and that was the thing that was like, this looks so weird. Like I knew nothing about the game. <laughs> like yeah. I just took a chance on it, and um, you know, here we are, like here ten years are. later or whatever. So, uh, yeah, very excited. So, so very very excited. Been- eager thumbs that's it all right so uh yeah get borderlands three yeah all right so um in the case of the old classic patience pays off um because i have been tempted to buy an snes classic for a long time uh (laughs) there's so many games like it's one of my favorite systems ever uh and you know i had bought the nes classic kind of regret it now because now i want to switch and so when i bought my switch it had it had the whole the whole arcade lineup for like um, not arcade arcade but you know the lineup for all the NES classics so tons of games on there for that but yeah uh, like you said that 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 conference just happened and I you know I I totally did not watch it and so I totally missed this announcement and then I realized yesterday when I was reading my news feed I was like holy shit they just opened up the S- the Super Nintendo uh, emulator on the I won't even call it an emulator it's just you know Super Nintendo. Uh, you can play Super Nintendo games on your Switch now. Um, yep. So they 
they've released 20 games as of now. Um, yeah. Through them real quick. Um, so we got Brawl Brothers, Demon's Crest, Joe and Mac 2, Lost in the Tropics, uh, Kirby's Dreamland 3, Star Fox, Super EDF, Earth Defense Force, Super Mario Kart, Yoshi's Island, Super Puyo Puyo 2, uh, Super Tennis, Breath of Fire, F-Zero, Kirby's Dream Course, Pilot Wings, Stunt Race FX, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Soccer, and The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Now, that is a pretty amazing lineup. There are some titles missing from that that I would love to see, like Paper Mario. Oh, no, Super Mario RPG before that. Um, but um, th- this is amazing. Um, I love that it didn't cost us any extra for this. Uh, so kudos, Nintendo, for making my, my life even better. Wait, what do you mean it doesn't spend... cost any? Like, we're still going to have to pay for the games to download. No. You pay your $20 a year, and you get access to all of it. Uh, That's, you pay your $20 a year, you get access to all the Nintendo Classic, you get uh, the online stuff, the Switch, all that stuff. Um, and now they just added this for no additional cost. So $20 a year, which I feel is well worth it. Um, it's nothing. I played Super Metroid for about three hours last night. So, hmm. My so wait, they're out now? Oh, it's on there. It was on there starting the fifth. Yep. Oh my gosh, I should not know this. Yeah. Like, have you have you ever played Breath of Fire? Any of those? No, but I'm going to. Yeah, those are fun. Oh yeah, those are very fun. Um, give me Blackthorn. Uh, <laughs> give me that. Give me Super Vikings. You know, give me Mario, uh, Yoshi's Island. Like, I want that more than anything. Like, yeah, yeah Yoshi's Island's on there. Yoshi's Island's on there. Oh God! All right, game over. That game I used to play that in high school, listening to Everclear, <laughs> and just rocking out. So, <laughs> I'm all about it. <laughs> um. Okay. Awesome. What's What's next? Uh, it's time for a little Star Wars news. Um. We got a, we got Julia Jones joining the Mandalorian uh, in an unknown role, so not too much there. I don't understand this. Like Ming Na Wen, like joins the cast. Like, are you there, or like, did you already shoot, or are you coming into season two? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's going on with these things when they say joins the cast? Like, the show shot, right? We did, I don't know. You know how TV works. Sometimes they're still filming the shows while yeah, the first half of the season's happening. Yeah. Um, that's what happens with a lot of the DC shows. Yeah. Um, who knows? Um, reshoots. Um, I, don't I mean, know. there's only eight episodes. Voices, voices. You know, they could be they could be doing voices. I I don't know. Um, you're right. It's just kind of weird. Um, who knows? But that's that's what we got. I don't know who Julia Jones is. I, I forgot. She's in a ton. I mean, she's in like um, uh, the Twilight movies. Like that's one of the big things as well but she's in like um wind river with like liam neeson i think or something like that i don't know she's in some stuff cool she's not she's not a big actress that's for sure all right all right well i am i am eagerly anticipating this show more yeah than most things in my life exactly uh, i've been waiting decades for this to happen so uh i can't wait i can't wait um Another uh, little tidbit of news here. Speculate all you want about it. Um, there was a Comic-Con or something pop pop culture-a-thon happening in Salt Lake City over the weekend. 
Uh, apparently, Hayden Christensen and Ian McDermott were set to be in a panel together there, and Disney put the brakes to that and canceled it immediately. Um, this was uh, this was met with a lot of speculation of why it happened. We know why it happened. We don't need to, <laughs> we don't need to talk about it. Um, we just need to know that in December, this movie, Rise of Skywalker, needs to redeem <laughs> the fandom. And it needs to do a lot of things to bring everybody together. Um, redeem itself to the fandom somewhat. Um, I, you know, I have a lot of faith in J.J. Abrams' storytelling. I think that um, if they're going to close up the Skywalker saga, it needs to be something super crazy and super special. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, he's back. Um, and they just don't want them to say something stupid that gets them caught and makes them say something accidentally. So, you know, um, that's it. Yeah. Right, My thoughts, gonna... if I can speculate, <laughs> I would yeah. love to see a Darth Vader clone played by Hayden Christensen. Both, um, ben Solo and, and um, Ray have to fight and they have to come together and join forces and defeat Palpatine's Darth Vader clone who is like the ultimate power in the universe. <laughs> is Emperor still a clone though? Is oh yeah. yeah Matt Smith? Oh yeah, he's definitely a clone. Okay. It's definitely Matt Smith. <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, it's usual. But right. Cool. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I would watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what time is it? It's time for the pursuit of plastic. All right, so I'm going to piggyback off a little bit Star Wars news here. Uh, the first two items are Star Wars related. So let's talk about this the latest Lego set. Uh, it'll be. It's going to be the Star Destroyer, the Devastator from the beginning of A New Hope. Uh, the one that you see Darth Vader hunting down uh, the Rebels uh, and Princess Leia when they capture the Tantive Four. Uh, so you'll get a little, it's an amazing build. It's 4,000 pieces. Uh, it's $700. Uh, it does include a mini build of the Tantive Four. So you can put it, like capture it and put it inside the cargo bay and whatnot. Um, it, it measures at four feet long. So if you got that kind of space, you got that kind of money, uh, and the patience to build it, then this this thing is amazing. I have all those things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seven hundred dollars floating around. Yeah, no, uh, not not happening. But um, and Leppin is dead. So <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Not that this set would be very easy to build in Leppin, though, because you you know those gray pieces and no uh, no they real all, They're all the same. They're all uh, the same. Yeah, this is um, out of control, and it, you know, it's it's along the same lines as um, those master sets. Uh, what else did they do in this master set? Do you remember? They've done Slave One. Yeah, Slave One is one. Oh, that's right. There's there's a Tie Fighter that has like blue on it that I can't remember what it is. I think so. Yeah. So the Falcon. Yeah. Yep. So it's just, you know, I want it. <laughs> I want it badly. I'll just have to wait until I can sell a kidney. No, I'm going to keep those. Yeah, I don't need them very much. I'd rather rob a store than give up my kidney. <laughs> uh, what else we got? All right, next up. Uh, so Triple Force Friday is coming up soon. 
Um, and so with Triple Force Friday, it's going to be part Mandalorian, part Jedi. Um, uh, what is it? I'm sorry. <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order. Yep. And, um, also Resistance. The Rise of Skywalker. No, Resistance is not part of it. Um, um, yeah, I, that would be, that's, I don't care about that um, <laughs> until I watch it um, and make an effort towards that. But not to be mean anymore. Um, we did get a look at the figures from the new Black Series Wave. Uh, so we got a good look at Kel Kestis, um, an off-world Jawa, uh, hmm. the Mandalorian, hmm. uh, the, the second sister, hmm. and Ray from Rise of Skywalker, the Sith Trooper, which we've seen, Kylo, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. with That's his funny. mask, and then um, and a Last Jedi First Order Trooper with the baton. So um, some cool figures in there. Um, you know, it, if you like your $20 figures, that's cool. Um, I'll be waiting for my Bandai figure arts or my Hot Toys. So. Real quick, that Cal Kestis um, from Jedi Fallen Order, I thought that was a GameStop exclusive. Or it, or it wasn't. Or there's like another character that's an exclusive, right? That's, when you pre-order it? That's the rumor. Um, I think it's a trooper, to be honest mm. with you. Because that was um, there was some speculation not too long ago about what that was going to be. Okay. And after he was actually revealed to be part of this wave, um, they said it would be a trooper. I don't think they were going to do like the main character that way. Um, I don't think that's really a good way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, whatever. Like, I don't collect Black Series figures anymore unless it's like, I don't even. I just don't do it. So. I am curious about that Cal Kestis figure, though. Um, that might be something worth taking a look at. It looks all right. Um, it's. I guess it depends on how great he is, because if he ends up being Kyle Katurn, and then I'll probably just want a hot toy. So, right, that. right, and I'm just, I just can't not buy Bandai figures because I'm just invested in them, and I just, I think they do a much better job. So yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, okay what else um and then uh lastly today we do have um a hot toy that i i would love to have if i knew what the character was like in the movie but um i know the design is amazing so (laughs) mysterio from uh, spider-man far from home is uh is it was actually um people were speculating a lot about it because it was in the it was in the pictures of the uh the spider-man toy pics and they're like why do they keep showing this Mysterio? Where's where's the reveal of this hot toy? So, um, yep, finally, uh, it's gonna be it can be part of your collection. Um, I did not get a look at it. Does it come with a Jake Gyllenhaal head? You know what? I it's funny you ask that because I actually don't know. Um, and I was actually thinking the same thing. I was like, does he have a Jake Gyllenhaal head for this thing? Here's the thing for me: I've wanted a Mysterio cinematic wise forever. Um, and also like good toys with it. I know the Marvel legends, the newest line of Spider-Man ones actually does have a Mysterio. Um, (laughs) this actually, so to answer your question, this does not have a Jake Gyllenhaal head. Uh, so that's very interesting, but it does have a really cool stand. Um, and like his like globe thing, like lights up and stuff like that. And his like chest piece has like little lights inside of it too, and I believe like the base has like glow in the dark elements, possibly. Um, so, 
Yeah, it's uh, definitely like if you're on the Spider-Man Far From Home kick or Spider-Man Homecoming, like whatever, the Tom Holland characters, like this would be a figure to add to your collection. Actually, if you're a Mysterio fan, this is the figure because there's the only one at this scale. So you might as well just get it. <laughs> yeah, I thought that the in, re, in regards to the other figures, too, I thought that the bases they were doing were really cool with like yeah. the, the monsters and whatnot with the Spider-Man. Yep. It was just... I like it when they do that kind of stuff. It it's just like it's why I bought my Boba Fett one the way I did the deluxe one with the Sarlacc. Um, it just gives you a, a different a different way to display your toys. It's not just they're just standing there. It's action, and that's what I've always liked about um, you know collecting action figures um, and just putting them in poses like three D arts. You know, it's it's one thing to have a person just standing there, but if it's Spider Man doing his crazy like aerial stuff fighting mm-hmm. the bad guy base. It just adds with lights. It just adds such a new el- like element to it that it just you know it makes it makes spending that kind of money on on action figures worth it even more. Yep, exactly. Yep, yeah. So I'm excited about that figure. Where can you find us? Well, we are at don'tforgetatowel.com, uh, your daily source for news, reviews, interviews, and more. A uh, nice geekly website. Uh, so come check us out. Uh, also on social media, Facebooks, Instagram, and the Twitter. Yes. Um, guys, really excited that you guys keep tuning in when we have episodes and <laughs> checking us out. And I just have to say thank you for all your support through these seven years of the website and four years of the podcast. So uh, this is Casey saying go out and read those comics. And this is Chris. We'll see you next time.